0: You're listening to the Right Ordered Life podcast, episode number 27. What would happen if you stopped arguing for your excuses? What if the limitations you've always known were dissolved? On today's show, I'm helping you identify the obvious and the not so obvious excuses you make on a daily basis and the four-step process to break free from the power your excuses have over you. More freedom is coming right up. So tune in. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board-certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right-ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. One of the first activities I have my clients complete is a list of the excuses in day-to-day life. And you know what? Most of the time, they come up with a healthy list of about 10 or so. And I honor them for being self-aware and for identifying them and being willing to share them. Because that's not easy to take a look at yourself. We all make excuses. Rationalizations or justifications for why we do something or don't do something. Because you know what? The brain is looking for a way to make life easier, to be right, to make coping mechanisms acceptable, including overeating and alcohol. And some excuses are just super common I don't have time. I'm too tired. It's too hard. And some run deeper like, I'm not smart enough. It won't work, so what's the point? I don't like change. I'm curious, my friend, what are your excuses? If you have a lot of them or use your favorite one over and over again, you're not alone. And it does not mean that you're weak, a bad person, or a failure. And I want to repeat that because it's really important. Having excuses, it doesn't mean that you're weak, a bad person, or a failure. And here's the truth. Something in the past triggered your excuses and brought them to life. And then over many years, you've thought them and acted according to them so many times that you believe the excuses are a reality and not a flexible reality that shifts based on the situation. I mean, concrete, permanent reality where it just can't be another way. I call this arguing for your excuses. And the biggest mistake that you're making is believing that your excuses are real limitations. A cage you live in with no power to escape. It's the mentality of, it is what it is. Have you ever heard the saying, what fires together, wires together? Think and believe it long enough And you will deftly weave excuses into compelling rationale for why you can't, which really means won't, do something. So you didn't consciously choose what brought most of your excuses into existence, but I don't want to see you stuck as a victim giving power to your excuses as if they are the only truth and no other solution is possible. That's BS. Tell your brain that. You don't need the belief your excuse is offering you. Let me give you an example. When I help clients brainstorm solutions about how to create more time for self-care or to streamline their schedule, they usually argue for why the suggested change can't be done. My brain doesn't work like that. I made a commitment. I can't make less money. My husband won't like it if I fill in the blank. I can only do activities that are productive. I'm not a morning person. Okay, so let's look a little deeper. What are these excuses saying? They're saying, I'm afraid to try something new. I don't want to be uncomfortable. The way I've always done it is safe and I want to stay safe. I don't want to feel selfish. I need others to approve of me. I can't rock the boat. See, we make excuses out of self-protection. Protection from discomfort and negative emotion. I'm curious, what are you trying to protect yourself from? Do your excuses try to get you more comfort, control, safety, or approval? Listen, if you put yourself in a box that's an illusion of safety, comfort, control, approval, then you're stuck in the box. You don't take the action necessary to get the outcome you desire in your life. and Nothing changes. You miss out on incredible freedom, fulfillment, adventures, and having the skills to become your higher self. What if you're making an excuse right now to justify not stepping into what God's calling you to do? And the worst part about this, I'll just say it, you choose to stay in victim state. Life happens to you. You worry, react, blame, and stay stuck. I don't want that for you, my friend. So let's look at the solution. I'm going to walk you through a four-step process that will help you break through the power your excuses have over you. Number one. Next time someone suggests something different to you or you have an opportunity to do something different, instead of saying, but, and arguing for the excuse why it won't work for you or why it must be a certain way, I want you to pattern interrupt by changing your response to, that's interesting, let me consider that. Now, you don't have to 100% buy into that, but these words... They have a powerful effect. Instead of automatically traveling down the old neural pathway of no and can't, you're still hanging out in the logical part of your brain that can create a solution. Okay, so that first part, simply respond, that's interesting. Let me consider that. All right, number two, let the excuse rise up. It's there lurking if it hasn't come out of your mouth yet. So observe it. Let it come out and begin to ask, is this the only truth? Could it be different? Could it be done a different way? Brainstorm. Start to build this out. Allow yourself to think outside the box of the excuse. Step number three, ask yourself, am I willing to try this thing is something different because the outcome is worth it. Now, try is helpful here because we're not forcing. The word try in this process is an invitation which helps lower resistance. We don't always want to use try in our vocabulary because it leaves us a back door to get out of doing stuff. But in this case, because we're Simply exploring a new possibility, it's going to help you stay in that place of willingness. Now, if you're not willing, then the outcome isn't worth it. And that's okay. Or it's not the right time to change. And that's okay too. And then step number four, what one next thing will I try? What is the one next thing I will try, right? Because unless you actually do something different, you don't get outside the box of the excuse. Okay, let me take you through an example. Step number one. This is the suggestion. Whether you have come up with it yourself, you read it in a book, your coach told you, you get a suggestion. Number one, that suggestion is wake up early for prayer and a morning routine. Okay, number two, the excuse rises up. I'm not a morning person. I need my sleep. My kids are up early and I have to get them breakfast. Okay, there's stuff going on here. Ask yourself, is this the only truth? The only truth that you cannot wake up in the morning? Mm, Probably not. What else could be different? So now we're brainstorming here. Well, I could start by waking just 10 minutes earlier and see how that goes. I could put out the breakfast. I could put it out in pre-portioned bags. I could let the kids get their own cereal. Or I could let them just watch 15 minutes of TV and let them know that I'll get to them in 15 minutes. I could also go to bed 15 minutes earlier so that I can make sure I'm getting my sleep. Okay, so you got lots of possibilities to work with. The third part, what is the benefit? Am I willing to try for the benefit of the outcome? And the benefit in this case is connection to God in prayer time, having that peaceful morning, To get your mindset, your energy, your heart all set in line for the day. Is that worth it? Yes. Great. Then that brings you to step number four. What is the one next thing that you will do? Tomorrow I will set my alarm for 5.45 instead of 6 a.m. Excellent. You just broke out of the excuse box. Awesome. So to recap, the four steps in this process to break free from your excuses are number one. Pattern interrupts so you can consider what the person or the situation is asking of you. That's interesting. Let me consider that. What's on the table here? Number two, acknowledge the excuse. Let it come out and then ask, how could this be different? Taking you into brainstorming ideas. Number three, are you willing to try it because the outcome is worth it? That's going to be a yes or no. And if that's a yes, then you go into step four. What is the one thing you will try? The one next thing you'll try. All right, my friend, I took the very slow, painful, hard way to the peace, joy, and freedom of the right-ordered life. It's not an easy journey, but I'm glad that's the road God took me down because now I can help you get a right-ordered life in just weeks, not years, if at all. So if you want to connect with God, there's something you very much want to heal in your life. You want to be happy at home, happy in your body, do meaningful work. I will give you the roadmap and walk with you every step of the way. And I'd love to talk with you about it. I'll listen to understand, give you valuable insight, and point you to the best solution, whether that's coaching with me or something else. Go to StacySantiago.com and click the button on the top right, or click the link in the show notes and grab a time that works for you. And by the way, if you've ever got a question you'd like to ask me, I'm a real human. I respond personally on Facebook, where you can find me at Stacey Santiago and send me a DM, or you are more than welcome to email me directly at stacey at stacysantiago.com. I always look forward to hearing from listeners like you. So write me. Coming up next week, my guest and I are talking about how to have balance. What does that mean? And is it really possible to be a happy, present mom with a job or business? Babies come, career paths change, life demands get complex. We're going to define how to have peace, be content with your life, and like who you are. That's coming up next week. So go share the show with your friends and let them know that's coming up next week. Invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God. Be happy at home and do meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. And until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right-ordered life.